Hello everyone and welcome to Drawed United Talks, a podcast which will be myself, Luke McQuillan, talking about Drawed United and um, maybe some days we'll have be talking about um, the League of Ireland in general and just about football. Um, so main of all my aim is to talk about Drawed United as much as I possibly can. Um, my first episode today I've decided to talk about my ch- my page on Instagram and how I got started and the stuff that you see on my account. Um, my account is called Drada underscore United fan page over on Instagram. Um, my page is a account which shares um uh, news about Drada United and the stuff um about Drada United uh which all fans want to see. Um, I like having fans giving their opinions about my page and how I can make my page better so um if you would like to tell me how to make these podcasts even better um because it's only my first one and it's obviously really difficult to do so um I really hope that you do enjoy it and if you still have any suggestions on what you want to see from this page and from this podcast um please do not be afraid to uh, let me know you can drop me a dm on instagram uh at Drada underscore United fan page, and then um, I I normally reply to DMs as quick as I possibly can, so uh, I will definitely get back to you on that. So starting off, um, I started this account back in July, never really thinking that I'd be on the followers I have right now. I have seven hundred and fifty five current followers. Um, the page has really taken off, and um, I had such great support in Drada United and by the club themselves. Um, it's been incredible. And I'm really grateful for all the support that the club have given me. And I wouldn't get to do the things that I do without them and also without the, the Drawed United fans. And just fans who watch the League of Ireland in general. Um, the fans in the League of Ireland are absolutely unbelievable. Um, the, the, the support that they've given me so far and just the Drawed United fans as well have just been, it's been incredible and it's been as I said before, I'm very grateful for that. And um, so I started in July, uh, never really thinking um, it would take off. To be honest, one of the lads started it, um, and he have to. It was just one of them things where maybe we could do for a bit of entertainment, and hopefully, you'll never know really know what will happen when you start up something like that. It's um, it's just one of them things that you really um, you just have to do, and you, I'd really encourage anyone who if you support your local club or if you have a passion for your club, which I do, and I know many people, from talking to many people, they share the same passion as me, um, to definitely go ahead with it. Um, because the stuff that you get to do and the stuff that you, you get to do and like further down the line when your account does start to grow, it's, um, it's stuff that really what all football fans want to be doing. Um, I myself do live interviews with players on every Friday night at eight o'clock. Um, I've had, I think I've had about six players on so far. It's been absolutely incredible. The support from, the, it's been, an, it's just been a pleasure being able to host these lives with these players and just to hear their side of playing football and what they think of the draw the fans and what they think of the League of Ireland in general and just about them about their early lives, about um, setting up and um, starting off playing football because it's what really everyone wanted to know and it's about uh, you learn, it's funny as well because you have to learn some funny stories about what goes on in the dressing rooms and it's really uh, enjoyable to do but 
before that, I think it was around Christmas time when the off season is when the account really started to hit the ground running. Uh, I started doing live, in- I started not live interviews. I started to do uh, interviews with players uh, over message. Um, I thought even even then I was shocked. Um, it, which was, I just thought was very good at the players. I've done a lot of interviews. Um, I also got the play. I was able to announce what players have have signed for the club, and during that off season, it really like made me realize, wow, like this account really has something there, and I could really definitely um take it somewhere, take it um far, um, and so far it's been very good. I've had many opportunities and um I'm very grateful for the opportunities that I have had. Um so and to start a podcast is um because I do love listening to podcasts myself. Um podcasts are a great way to listen to um different things about different shows, about just your interest, about football, whatever you're into really. And um I definitely would recommend to listen to other podcasts, but after you listen to mine, obviously. <laughs> But um, yeah, no, I kind of just decided to set this up. Uh, we can talk. I plan on talking about Jordan United. Um, most weeks as I can. Uh, some days, some weeks we won't be able to talk about Jordan United. Um, we we'll, we can talk about League of Ireland, and um, I'll definitely try and get people on to have the chats with me. Uh, because I obviously won't be able to do it by myself for a time for a certain amount of time. Because uh, you will run out of things to talk about, but I will start us off. Um, this was my first episode, uh, just really to get the count and tell you about my account and what I do. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna end this now. Um, it was only a short, uh, podcast, just a short chat to tell you um about my account and what I do. Um, so please um let me know what you think of this podcast. And um, I really am very grateful for uh, the opportunities I'm doing this. So uh, thank you very much uh, for listening to this podcast. And um, let me know what you think of it over at my account. As I said, I'm going to tell you again, at Jody underscore United fan page. And uh, please do let me know and tell me what you think. Thank you very much. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode three of Jody United Talks, a podcast set up by myself, Luke McQuillan owner of Drada underscore United fan page over on Instagram. Before I get going, make sure you head over to Instagram, check the page out. And um, thank you very much for your support on episode two. Um, I, it was a long episode. Uh, I really enjoyed talking about last season and uh, the topics that I spoke about. Uh, you'll know if you've listened to it. Um, before you listen to this one, um, if you haven't already listened to episode two, uh, please go over and have a give it a listen and give a listen to episode one uh, episode one was only very short so uh, you'll get that done very quickly so i just wanted to come on here and get episode three going um so thank you very much for uh tuning in and getting this far with me so far uh we're gonna go into detail about a lot of things tonight um and i'll definitely look forward to this one so uh really hope that you enjoy this one um and i'm gonna get going now in the next couple seconds or so but I just wanted to say thank you for your support on episode two. It wouldn't be possible what I'm doing right now if it wasn't from the support from everyone. So I'm very grateful for that. And um, I'm just going to get going now in the next second. Um, so thank you very much for tuning in tonight. And thank you very much for tuning in and supporting the podcast so far. Uh, obviously, 
it's tough to do um but with everyone's support it makes it a little bit easier so uh thank you very much for your support so far so tonight the topics that i'm planning on talking about are the 2012 season uh which was an, an incredible season for the club um getting europe uh the sligo game where we got europe i'll go into depth in that uh, going up to Bowes in the last game of the season, celebrations at the end of the game, and go. I'll go into depth as with that, uh, and then winning, and then the more or less the highlight in my opinion of that season was winning the EA Sports Cup. So um, I'll go into depth in that game definitely as well. So um, I'll get, and then also I will talk about the two thousand and thirteen season. Um, obviously that was a, another fantastic season to come off. We were in what three cup finals, so uh. I'll go into detail about uh, the FAI Cup, uh, get, like the, obviously the FAI Cup final and the disappointment that led from that game. Uh, I'll talk about finishing eight in the league, which was obviously a disappointing finish, com- comparing that we fi- like considering we finished uh, second the season before. So uh, I'll also talk about the Malmo game, uh, which we got uh, obviously in the Europa League qualifying rounds, and what it meant for the club, and also being in the three cup finals and what that meant for the club. Uh, then I'll also finish it off about, obviously there's a lot of talk at the moment about the FAI and uh, what they're planning on doing, setting up for a, a more or less a roadmap uh, to get back in action, get the players back out playing football, uh, get the league back underway. Um, so more announcements, like obviously to expect that announcement over the weekend, uh, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about that in a bit of detail and uh, what I expect to come from the announcement. So uh, I'll talk about that. And I'll also talk about all leagues returning behind closed doors, obviously, and the measures that have been uh, taken trying to get their return to football. So, obviously, we know the Bundesliga has uh, been back it's a while, actually a few weeks now, since I think it's the, like, I think it was one of the, it was, I think it was one of the weekends during May. So, uh, that's been back, obviously, a little while now. Uh, we expect to see the La Liga back. Um, obviously, that's been, that's back now in the next while. Um, also, the Premier League is due to be back next week. And um, also Serie A as well is due to be uh, not far after that. So obviously we're starting to get our football back. Um, but obviously we all want to see the League of Ireland back. So uh, hopefully over the weekend we'll get more cl- um, clarity over what's going to happen. So um, I'll definitely go into detail about them two topics as well. So um, I really hope that you uh, enjoy this episode of Drawdy United Talks. Um, the only Drawdy United podcast on spotify and on on the internet obviously you can check out my i think my podcast might be on nearly every uh podcast streaming app you can find me on so you'll definitely find me anywhere like that uh spotify i mainly uh, is my main one so uh if you want to also and also on anchor that's where you'll find this episode of the podcast which as i'm talking it's thursday now uh hopefully i can have that out by friday so uh i hope that everyone enjoys this episode of Drawdy United Talks. Uh, I'll get going now. You don't want to hear me rambling on about the intro for much longer and what to expect from this. So uh, I'll get going now. Um, from So I'm going to talk about, uh, first of all, I'm going to talk about is that 2012 season. Uh, it was the 93rd season of football for Drawdy United. This was Drawdy United's 11th campaign in the League of Ireland, Premier Division, since being promoted in the 2001-2002 season. Um, it was the second year that Mick Cook was the team's manager. Uh, that year, the club remarkably finished second uh, in the League of Ireland Premier Division, just four points off champion Sligo Rovers 
and by doing so secured qualification to the UEFA Europa League first qualifying round and the Satanta Cup for 2013. It was their highest finish in five years since winning the 2007 League of Ireland, which obviously I never got to actually properly experience that season. But from what I've heard from talking to my my dad, who went to all the games and he still is going to all the games, um, since of oh, ages now and um, he rem- that season was uh comes to mind when uh especially the moments like when we won the two thousand of them like two years from two thousand and five to two thousand and seven and also playing in the Champions League qualifying rounds which was unbelievable for the club, um as they said Vincent Hoy had a dream um obviously that dream was to win the league and in two thousand and seven his dream came true we won the league. Um, obviously the game that stood out stands out the most was uh, the Cork home game where Guy Bates done that step over and the rest is history um, which was obviously unbelievable moments and uh, moments that you know, I was un- unfortunate not to experience uh, but uh, definitely I'd say it was unbelievable and um, from talking to other people about it as well it was unbelievable the highlight of the season uh, from 2012 was undoubtedly winning the League of Ireland Cup for the first time since 1984. Um, they defeated Shamrock Rovers 3-1 in Tala Stadium. Uh, to go up to Tala and to really just make a massive impact, really show that season we had, beating Tala, beating, beating Shamrock Rovers, more, uh, excuse me, um, beating Shamrock Rovers 3-1 uh, in Tala, more or less, was just, it really showed what that season we had we I think we were one of the fittest teams in the league that season I remember the season very well it was I was thinking it was just simply there was no words that you can even put into it like it was just one of them seasons where it all went right it all went right for us uh, Mick Cook obviously being a massive influence um to that season and he definitely what he done for the what he done for the club like uh well he'll definitely go down as one of the the best managers uh that the club have had uh, following like the likes of Paul Doolan, who obviously won the league for Drada uh, back in 2007. But um, that season, uh, I'm going to get into detail now in the next couple of minutes about, uh, but definitely a season that we will look back on um, with massive joy and massive uh, massive like enthusiasm because it was one of them seasons that you'll always remember. Um, so I'm going to talk about um, also that year, Supporters Player of the Year went to Gavin Brennan, who Gav was unbelievable that season. He uh, came up with some vital moments. Um, he's really like go down as one of the club's uh, longest serving players. Obviously, he was with the club uh, for back in two. Obviously, he like came back in two thousand seventeen, but he was with the club also as well. Like he's seen it all with the club, like relegation. Um, obviously now he's he's seen FAI Cup Finals, EA Sports Cup Finals. Uh, he's seen it really all. So uh, he's seen playing for Europe as well. Also, uh, goal of the year was uh, Eric Foley's for uh, obviously back in two thousand twelve against Bray, which was just an incredible goal that will that will always go down in um in one of the best goals I've personally seen. I remember um I got actually I was talking to it about someone the other day. I was talking to it. I was talking to someone about it the other day, which was um obviously a great goal to look back on, and then club player of the year was current defender um Del Prendergast Derek Prendergast has been an incredible servant for the club and uh, it's great to see him back uh, wearing the drugs jersey uh, obviously he was with Shells last season and was 
um vital in Shell's promotion. So um that was obviously very good for the club to have a defender as player of the year. So uh, I thought that was incredible. I'm gonna talk about getting Europe. So getting Europe in a two, in that season was absolutely fantastic. I think it's one of them one of them moments that you just like it's why it's why we it's why players play football is to live for moments like playing in Europe and playing in big stadiums against big teams the likes of like we played Malmo but back in 2007 back in 2008 more or less more likely sorry um we played against Dynamo Kiev who are well known now at this like at this day and age uh, Dynamo Kiev um in Europe um they were obviously well known so um it's fantastic that we got to play the likes of them and um, it was fantastic. The players that we come up against as well, like I remember, I think it was a few weeks ago, I sat down and watched the Draw United movie, the movie where it's from the from the two thousand and seven season, and obviously like playing in Europe and that in the two thousand and eight. Um, I remember like I think it was there was a part of um, there was a part of it when they when they came up against Henrik Larsson, like Henrik Larsson was obviously one of the best strikers to ever play. Really, like he was you know, obviously he just knew where the net was and. He's one of them players that were just absolutely fantastic player uh, Henrik was. Um so getting Europe I think was unbelievable. Um the Malmo game could have went better, I do think. Uh I think in the first the first leg in Tala, I do think that we like like we were a lot, we were very good. But um I will actually I'll get more into depth in the, about that in the two thousand and thirteen season. because um, that's when we played. So uh, getting Europe was obviously unbelievable and it was a great occasion for the club that night uh, against the Sligo game, which I'm going to go into detail now. Obviously, Fabio obviously got he got a red card and uh, I remember like, we were like, in, like we, we nearly like, were like guaranteed Europe but to win that game against, they were crowned champions I think the week before we played that game. So to beat Sligo then that night 2-1, uh, Brian Gannon coming up with a vital goal and breaking down and I remember it just he the way he like curved that into the net was just a fantastic goal and it was the eighty eight minute as well and obviously like it was just one of them moments you were just like it was just an incredible moment and to get to get Europe that way was obviously uh the best way to get it. Scoring in the last couple of minutes. Obviously you'd rather get the game done and dusted early so that you don't have to worry about later in the game but to get it done the way we did was obviously excellent. Um, but the obviously I remember the pitch invasion after heading over to the I remember we I think we went over to the Sligo fans, which was like just it was like one of them moments that you it's the re, as I said it's the reason the players play football and I just remember very well it was obviously a, a fantastic game and it really summed up the season that we had. Then we're gonna go I'm gonna talk about going up the bows which was the last game of the season and I think that was one of my per like one of them game it was personally for me it was fantastic like. Beating, we I think we hammered bows as well. Like we really, we put the game. We put it. We put that like that game really like topped off the sea. Like put the the cherry on the cake. Like for the season that we had that season. Um, I think we. I think I think we might have won something like four one, but I'm not too sure. Like hundred percent. Um, but to win it, to win it in that fashion and to to do what we did was that season and that season really showed. Uh, that game really showed that last season and. For in particular, the reason I like I like that game the most is because I remember the celebrations after the game. I remember like 
I think it was like Paul Crowley gave in loads of things. I think he gave his shoes after Captain's armband into the crowd. But I remember in specific, Gavin Brennan came over to me and gave me his jersey. Like, and I just, that was just like fantastic. Like, I, like one of your, your favourite players and he's giving you his jersey. Like, and it was just, oh, like, I'll just never forget that. And um, if Gavin's listening to this, which I doubt, uh, I'm very thankful for that. But um, no, it was one of them moments uh, which was just, it was fantastic. And um, as I said, it really summed up our season that season. Now, my favourite game from that season, which is, this is my favourite game, would have to be winning the EA Sports Cup in Tala. To beat Rovers 3-1 in Tala. And to, we, 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 like, we dominated the game. Like, it's not that we got even lucky, like, we dominated them. And we we went up to Tala and we made a massive statement in a cup final. And then to get the three one win, like it was just like it was fun, like it was just fantastic. Like I remember, like I think it was I think they might have scored an own goal in the first. It was either I think Fabio scored or it was an own, I think it might have been Fabio made it one 0 and then an own goal made it two 0 Oh, I remember the own goal and then I remember Fabio obviously getting Fabio in that place. There was only real one one place the ball was going. Um. So what he's best for is uh, sneaking up for the odd, odd he like goals, but you have to be there to get them. And um, obviously our record goal scorer and our highest goal scorer in Fabio, he uh, that goal was just was a fantastic goal to nick in front of. I think it might have been Murphy, uh, the Shamrock Rovers keeper at the time. He just nicked in and he uh, finished it. And then I remember made two 0 might have been from an own goal from uh Gilbert. I think your man Chinsinski. I I don't know if that was Chinsinski. It was. Just, I don't know. It was one of the keepers. It might have been Murphy or Chintinsky. Because I remember it was uh, he was uh, the Rovers keeper at the time. One of them was. And I remember he like punched it. With the way he punched it, he hit Gilbert in the back and went into the net. But they all count. And that made us go 2 up. And then I remember uh, Killian Brennan then got the got the vital goal as well uh, for, for Rovers. But it, did, it proved nothing for them. But um, was, I think it was more or less like a consolation goal. But that free kick was just fantastic from to hit it far post and he just the way it the way it, that curved like I remember I was sitting like in the middle and you could literally see behind it and it was the way it, that moved that ball moved and Killian was well known for doing that in his time so I do think that was uh definitely one of them one of them goals that you were just like wow but then obviously probably one of my favorite goals when the ball fell to Eric Foley and then that deflection that just lifted over the keeper's head and into the back of the net uh, to make a 3-1 and to finish the game off uh, was a fantastic moment. And then to lift the trophy and then to celebrate with the fans, uh, obviously that was fantastic. And I remember all the videos I got on that and it was just, uh, it was one of them games and it was just one of them days. Um, couldn't have asked for a better day and I couldn't have probably to ask it for a better season uh, that season and winning the EA Sports Cup. I'm going to go into detail now about the 2013 season. Um, obviously, another good season. Getting to three. It was the 94th season uh, for Jordy United. This was their 12th campaign in the League of Ireland, if I'm correct. Yeah, I think I might be correct uh, there. Um, it was their 12th season in the league. Um, obviously, um, yeah. Yeah, it was actually... Just making sure, you know, you know, have to always have to make sure about these things. Hello, everyone. 